morning show with Ryan and Taylor. Taylor and Ryan. I'm, 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 I'm well, Taylor. How are you? I'm pretty good. Um, yeah, what have you been up to this week? Um, this week sucked. Uh, I got just riddled with work and feeling overwhelmed by it, but at least, like, um, I'm glad to be just focusing on something other than, I think, the existential dread of of all of this and um yeah it's it's fine it's fine um it meant uh staying up late and trying to really like once i was done working i would have to try to decompress as much as possible and then i'd you know wake up i, I would like suddenly realize it's like oh it's two but um yeah uh, and uh as uh per usual i'm finding myself uh winding into some bad habits like uh well, uh, in addition to, uh, I, I think I'm, I, I'm wanting to do a little bit more of some online shopping. Thankfully, it's just window shopping. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, other than that, it's just, uh, I don't know. I think I'm, I'm really focused when it comes to work. And then when I like try to take myself out of that, I'm almost like a little bit irritable. And yeah, I don't know. And I think yeah. it's just, it's wearing, it's wearing on me. It's wearing on my folks. I think I'm just feeling a little run down. I guess, uh, to put it, uh, you know, succinctly, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm just tired, man. <laughs> so, but, uh, I mean, I guess it was an okay week in the sense that it went by quick. And, yeah. um, but we got another one of them ahead of us. Yep. They're, so, they're just going to keep coming. Yeah. <laughs> but enough about it's, me. What about you? Well, it's interesting you say that, like, you... You know, it's nice to have work just to, like, not think about the way that the world is. Mm -hmm. And I think when I was in college or high school, like, the idea of workaholism was, like, didn't even make sense to me. Sure. But now that I'm in the working world, I'm like, oh, it's really nice to not have to think. Even, like, before COVID, there's a lot of bad stuff in the world. Yeah. And it's it really can be an escape to have something to do with the benefit of making money while doing it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, so yeah, suddenly I see the appeal of being a workaholic. Yeah. I mean, um, I, I spent more time than I should have just squinting at spreadsheets and I haven't felt that <laughs> way since college really, where it was just mm -hmm. wham, bam, slam, uh, work, but <laughs> it was something to do. And, uh, I wasn't, you know, and, it, and the, it was the inverse of college, right? Instead of paying oodles of money for this, I was getting paid. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's the same it's thing. It's so weird. The money just goes in whatever, some uncontrollable way. <laughs> yeah, um, but maybe if I if I could think about a few highlights of this week, it was learning that I can put in my bank information to get the uh, stimulus thing. I don't know if it'll yep. ever show up, yep. but uh, that's fine. It, it it gave me a a sense of hope. Uh, I my security deposit from my last apartment, the the apartment in Pittsburgh, came in. Pretty uh, ah, pretty quickly. That's good. I think that's within really good. the a week turnaround, which you know, um, that was pretty good. So I don't know. I spent it on. I didn't spend the whole um, security deposit, but I treated my folks out for lunch today, and uh, it's also Mother's Day. So I asked mom where she wanted to go eat for lunch, and it was this really um, expensive Cuban restaurant. Oh. Uh, so yeah, and then what was another highlight? Um, yeah, I guess I would say uh, the little homework assignment I did for you. 
today was yeah or yeah or this week was a highlight so yeah i am excited to talk about that. okay good 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 cool uh yeah my week was fine all right let's talk about <laughs> faith <laughs> okay so faith is an 8-bit horror game done in the style of like the atari 2600 so a really low fidelity video game and that's why I picked it because it is such a good opposite end of Parasite, which is a high budget, really high production, good looking, mm-hmm. heavy emphasis on detail. And the opposite end of that, I think, is Faith, where your character is only eight squares high or something like that, mm-hmm. right? Like it is the reduction of fidelity. And it is really interesting to, to me to see how that translates to horror, especially in relation to you, who really likes the blood and guts and like the visceralness of mm-hmm. it all mm-hmm. and this aesthetic that is so low fidelity that lacks such information i just wanted to see how you reacted to it um and, and okay so the the plot is basically well i'll let you i'll let you just describe your experience because i think going in cold is really important but right. we're talking about a small right. simple game you can download i think it's for free uh it's made by one guy airdorf games Yes. Yeah. Um, so I, I think this the very I, I guess pared down, watered down synopsis is there's a priest or a person yeah. of yeah there yeah yeah the, the person of of dogmatic faith uh, investigating or is there is there is there is there <laughs> um, investigating um, a um, an exorcism case I don't know some botched exorcism or some 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 um, mysterious. Some would say paranormal or venturing into satanic circumstances happening with a certain family. I think this is um, based in the 1980s, around the time. I think there was some rumblings, at least with the, there was American um, anxiety that was specifically rippling the nation about um, Satan, Satanists and cults, yep. perhaps. In any case, mm-hmm. um, it's just schlepping off um, to this strange mansion in the woods and just uh, poking around. Um, and wow, I, uh, Taylor, I, I think it's funny how the, um, it's, I mean, it's kind of bone chilling and, and, it, uh, really and it was really bone chilling and, uh, I'll be honest, I did not finish it. Okay. <laughs> I did yeah, not finish fair. it because, um, I didn't have a controller and I kept, I kept actually dying at one point and I was like, but I was yeah. close. I was close to the end and I, uh, but, um, yeah, I, I think this I go back to the, I'm trying to extract all of those really wonderful technical elements that, um, Mm -hmm. but still spell out doom and dread and disaster, uh, and very, uh, disturbing things. I mean, a lot of folks have different things that scare them, right? And, you know, I mean, the psychological horror, I guess, has a different ring or bent to it than, say, blood and guts and doom, you know, or... And I think this one really, I loved how, despite the lack of, um, I don't know, bells and whistles attached to its, like, graphics or whatever, I think, I mean, sound, you know, you could, you could, uh, I mean, you could give it a standing ovation just for the sound alone, because as soon as I heard our protagonist, I was like, I can't do this. I can't, I can't, I can't do this. I will never forget. It's a Morty. And you know, and of course, uh, I kept dying. And so I was just, and, and 
there's a sort of um, yeah, the, just the the eeriness of it all has. Um, here's the thing, and we can talk about this, I think, more at length. But um, just the fact that it's a game, the, the medium, right? The, the by function of its medium, like it's so much more immersive. It's less passive. Mm -hmm. And I think I have a, lo a much more visceral and um, personal reaction to it because I'm. It's like it's not. Yes, I'm a a, a glob of pixels or just a. But you're a glob of pixels. But right. You're not watching it. I'm not right? watching it, and so I'm like you know. And of course, it's that first moment when you see an enemy. I don't even know what it is. It's just, you know, it's not. It's I mean, it's spider person. You know. Um, yeah, spider person. Chupacabra, whatever. You know, Chupacabra. and 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 then of course I didn't. I just panic and I just died. Right. You know, and uh, yeah, it's. Um, I appreciate, and I mean, it's you know, unlike a movie, there's I mean, there's a trial and element part of it. There's a platforming, I guess, to a you know, or at least a, a sense of getting a sense of the contours of the the physics and the reality of it. Like, okay, yes. oh, okay, this is where this ends, and oh, now there's you know, and if I walk to it, so um, I don't know it for the first you know ten or fifteen minutes or so. It's really just about building lore, building atmosphere, building a sense of like what is um helpful and what is helpless. And I mean, yeah. I mean, like already right then and there, like that's, you know, movies have to do that in a matter of, of, I don't know, there, there are different strategies and, and different methodologies for, for movies to get into totally. that sense of uh, really boring into your, your brain and your, or, or your sort of um, parasympathetic nervous system like that. Um, or is it sympathetic? Gosh, I might, I, I should go back to um, my psychology textbooks. The point is, is that it, it's terrifying. I think it was yeah. it was terrifying, and um, there are I think three uh, responses to to fear. Right? It's like flight, uh, fight, or freeze. And I found yeah. myself freezing a lot um, because <laughs> the again I I think it's um, what it lacks in terms of imagery. Although I think its imagery is still like uh, there are moments. Did you ever get? Did you ever get to the the parts where it breaks the eight bit aesthetic? Yes. And it goes for this rotoscoping. Yes. That is yeah. And it's you know and of course you and then the more you die the more you actually have to repeat those parts and mm -hmm. I'm and I'm appreciating like that's it, again it's it's uh, they've managed to really congeal I think a, a sense of you know um, both like you you're, you you want to be as distant from it because it is eight bit but you're move you're navigating it you're moving it and then it switches or jump scares you to this uh, very different very real and very of course um uh, I think intimate right it's like also in your face right the the way that the um the frames or the angles um are yeah. strategic right it's not you know. Uh, so and so, it's somebody slowly moving and creeping up over your bed. It's someone's arm yeah. spurting out of their their face. Um, yeah. Very clever. It goes from this top down two frame walk cycle right. to this first person view that's at twenty four or thirty frames a second. It is a, such a jarring change and use so well. Right. It's such like a yeah. It's like a totally different medium for those. I don't know three or four seconds at that. Sure, and that it's super effective, and, you know, and it doesn't. Mm -hmm. I mean, it doesn't dwell on it either, right? It's just, nope. and it doesn't give you time to react. And I think that's one of. It, there's a lot of tools in this toolbox that are being used to um, really, um, I think, conservative, tight, 
but ultimately effective effect, right? Yeah. And uh, as a taut sort of thriller, I mean, I didn't even finish it, Taylor. Like, and I, and you the, were so close. If you got to that right. that scene where the, the the arm comes out of the face, right? And you were like, I was, you know, I was, five clo- I was close, yeah. right? Because like, I think I the I don't know if the version you were playing, but like this the 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 boss moves in a certain pentagram pattern and I just kept getting yep. in the way and I was like, you know, yeah. I was like, I need a controller for this because these dinky yeah. little like arrow keys aren't working for me. But I I, I think just, I mean, it's, I did not want to stay in that realm very long. I mean, even the loading no. screen, right? I get that just there's, there's all of the, all of the elements of it are just uniquely uh, curated to build that sense of foreboding Mm -hmm. and uh i mean that is i mean it's free too right like you know and it's 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 just this this little gem of a you know but i mean you know and it's like yeah it's like why i love people because they can make this amazing art and it's just for free and you're like wow this is super effective at getting me to to elicit these feelings right Yeah. yeah and it's uh it just wow! It's it was great. It was a fantastic recommendation. Oh, um, I actually I dreaded, but I tr- I dragged out like okay because I wanted to play it. I immediately wanted to play it when you meant you know sent me the link, and then I was like oh, shoot, it's like twelve a.m. here, it's, it's dark. Yeah. Uh, I'm a little bit tipsy. Like, what is my coordination gonna look like over here? And uh, but ultimately, of course, I failed um, at one mm. of those. Um, I'm making these sort of spider-like movements in front of the screen right now, but just imagine someone, like a crab and a person, if they just kind of molded together and had a smile, was like grimacing too, that wasn't Mm -hmm. fun either, was just, so, um, it it reminded me in in sometimes like of The Ring, in the sense that it's just what, there's very, um, choppy, um, and just a lot of very quick images, still images, I think that, um, yeah, that just sort of um, unnerve you and disturb you, maybe, you know, I guess maybe shock you, then um, I think your usual kind of bloody slash um, beat em up kind of, I don't know. It's, um, and it's also a very, uh, I'm, I love how, I was one, I, I think when I was looking at this sort of 8-bit, which I know is like, a, you know, it's not Castlevania, right? But I was thinking more of an action-y, and I think to a degree our horror games have um, evolved or devolved into that realm where it's, uh, you know, having, you know, ammo and just shooting at whatever moves and, you know, um, and it's fun. Like, those types of games are fun, but I think this one is just like, there's not much, right? You've got to, you've got to cross, just hit space bar, hit it in the right direction, don't get in the thing's way. There's a sense of helplessness to that too, right? They're, they're sure. really trying to just strip down. Um, well, that's the that's the other layer. Is the game's called Faith? It's mm-hmm. just basically about Christianity. Like, right. what does this say about faith? Mm-hmm. And it's it is both like your only help is the cross, which is you know a symbol of Christianity. Right. But you also feel so helpless and so alone. Absolutely, it is, yeah. It's such a I didn't know, so I, I listened to an interview with the creator mm-hmm. um, since we assigned this homework because um, I've played it before, and I was surprised to learn like this guy is a devout Christian. He is a missionary at some points, and a lot of this comes from his experience um, in South America. I can't remember the na- the name <gasps> of the country, but but uh, 
yeah, he was a missionary. And depending on what ending you get or where, there's a number of, of trailing paths that happen at the end, which leads to the sequels. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of them references a cult that worships San La Muerte, which is a real deity that people worship and mm-hmm. includes um, m- uh, mutilating animals and leaving them overnight in the street, which he like witnessed um, and was kind of there to... <laughs> to christianize it but not really and he when he was speaking about his experience it really seemed like he was a a guy who was like um, i'm gonna be a missionary and i'm gonna go here because this is so cool and weird you know mm-hmm. and I, th- I think he wasn't i don't know he could talk about his own faith on his own terms but sure it was just really interesting to i would have guessed that this was just like a person who was a fan of horror you know, of horror movies and, and including a lot of references to The Exorcist and The Ring and, like, pulling a lot of cards from those decks. Um, but, yeah, it, it st- stems from his real experiences, too, which is crazy. I mean, that changes, I think, everything in this, right? It's not, it's, not, it's not some horror fanboy's kind of love mm-hmm. letter to the genre or to The Exorcist or even, you know, trying to, as a... Um, derivative piece of like art right it's like well I think it is I think it's both he's definitely like a fan of horror and and horror imagery and Christian themes and horror so I think it could be both but yeah go ahead I mean but then that's I mean that's great then right because right? Then it's it's all the more I guess disturbing right if this yeah. is somebody who's using their lived experiences kind of tracing all of those elements back to inform this game and then i mean and i mean as a as a consumer right like what am i supposed how am i supposed to perceive that then it's like you know this this sense of like well this exists right you know mm-hmm. i mean just as um oh gosh i mean yeah and he said um after he made the game, he got a couple of letters from people saying, like, thank you for making such a good Christian game. And, and he hmm. was like, well, that's a weird read, even yeah. though he is of that faith. And, yeah, I don't know. I, th- I think there's so many ways to read it, and that's right. what makes it interesting. And hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it's it's fascinating. I couldn't help but, you know, I mean, there there are sequels. And, that, I mean, and it, it builds... I mean, part of the fun of it is just the building of lore, too. You know, yeah. walking around, getting these little, you know, just little snippets and letters and, like, and building a world. And I think, again, films take time to do that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or rather, they have to do that maybe more expediently, right? Or how... It's just there's a different ways. And so, um, yeah, this was, this was fun. It took me definitely out of my comfort zone, which I appreciated. Um, and it, uh, yeah, it built this sense of, like, I think, you know, there's always the horror, like, there's always the, the jump scare, the, that, that type of horror that's, like, you know, that makes you kind of, like, laugh at yourself, and I appreciate those. But I think this little, this got under my skin a little bit, because, um, uh, as soon as I got a little bit of, of a glimpse of it, I was like, ah, oh, now I have to go back to that again, and really, like, experience it for, and it's mm-hmm. not, it's... I mean, I had to do this in this. I had to finish this game, or at least attempt to finish this game, like in the sunlight. Like, oh, I did it. Yep. Did this morning. I played some like nice, like I, I chill wave music. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, and then, but I and I, it's it's like I had to. 
I had to change my environment <laughs> in order yeah, to yeah. to actually navigate this. And uh, I mean that, that I think that speaks to its power. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, uh, fantastic recommendation. I yeah. uh, free 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 it's just like out there free. for everybody yeah. who has a computer to experience. I know. It's so such a nice thing. And I just I want to go down the rabbit hole for better or worse about it's uh yeah it's offshoots and it's uh where does it get better and where does it get worse um i do want to be able to finish i just oh my butterfingers but yeah it's it's good and it's so so simple and yeah it's so simple and i think if you want to like i know that i get you don't have to finish it, but if it's like a matter of like I gotta finish it, then you can finish it. But I like watch let's plays of games sometimes that are too scary or mm-hmm. things that I just can't do. Um, so yeah, like you can watch a let's play of Faith, and I think that's a perfectly you can. I would recommend this to the listener if they're if this seems too intense mm-hmm. to play it. Watching a let's play of it is almost equally as scary, and you can then get all the endings and see all the right. you know go down all right. the rabbit holes on right. your own. Um. We can make this, I guess, a more spoilery conversation of uh, Faith, if you want. Is there a certain ending that kind of resonate, or, you know, is this a very interesting point for you to follow or added to? I mean, what ending did you get? So there are... I haven't played it in, like, a year now, okay. so I don't remember. But So there are five endings, which is made pretty clear. Um, one is a joke ending... So, so it is like purposely vague about which is the true ending. Sure. Um, uh, yeah. All right. Well, I'll just tell you what happens. Uh, after you beat that boss who's moving in the pentagram, you go back downstairs, and there is, in pixelated blood, kill her and a shotgun. Oh, the gun. Pick up the shotgun. The gun. Yeah. Oh, they mentioned the gun. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Um, and so from here, you have several decisions. You can go find the girl and kill her. And if you do, that is one ending. And you are it's called the murderer ending. And that is, I think it's a bad ending, um, is the interpretation. Because you, because you were acting, you weren't confident in your exorcism. And you weren't faithful. And you didn't believe that you did the right thing. So you've killed the human body, which is bad, is one way to read mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um you can just go to the car and never shoot the shotgun, which is, I think, the good ending. But it also seems like you leave the girl out there. Um, <clears throat> you can shoot a deer, which is the joke ending. And as you drive away, a bunch of deer find you and beat you and kill you. <laughs> which is great. Like, I love that because it, it shows that the guy is so yeah. careful and attentive to detail and making this, like, a fun experience and, and knows that it's... It's a game. A game. It's a game. And yeah. it I mean, like, Silent Hill does that a lot right yes. there's an alien yes, ending exactly. yeah so like that yeah, that's fun that's great <laughs> yep um there is so the the white spider creature right so the <sighs> thing that's crawling around outside all the time mm. that is the for the other priest that was in the former botched <gasps> yes yeah mm-hmm. so you can find him and shoot him Oh. And that gets you the cult ending where you, you're driving away in your car. Oh, and this is beautiful. You should like just look at the endings because you always get in your car and you start driving away and then this voiceover happens mm. and then something else happens and it's it's a beautiful framing. And for the cult one, the car's driving along and then you see like a red figure in the in the black background yeah. and then a bunch more appear and oh, then no, 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 oh, just, no, 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 no
Wow. Okay, don't tell me the rest of the endings, but that's like, that's, 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 uh, wow. And those are so rich in like, oh, what's going to happen next? And also, uh, I mean, they're chilling in their own way. Well, I mean, you know, yeah, even the deer one. Sure, why not? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, the deer one is, (laughs) it is, it totally lands, it sticks to landing. And I think that's, you know, the best part. It caps off this short, tight experience with wonderful, clear, um, uh, multi-threaded angles that it can go on for the sequels. Yep. Um, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. I fantastic. Thanks again, Taylor. Was wonderful. Yeah, no um, <laughs> if I could say one more thing about the game, it's that you know, if, if all of it were just in that distorted um, voice thing, I don't know if I could handle it. Yeah. Like that. That would start penetrating my dreams because you know what was it when you see the girl and it's like, and I'm like, no, don't talk to me, don't talk to me, <laughs> talk to me like that. like, oh, that's it's yeah. good. It's good. It's effective. It's great. Oh. Great effects. Yeah. Ooh. That's faith. You gotta have faith. Mm-mm-mm. So. I have um, some stuff to share you because I put some notes in here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to drop you. So, you know State College, right? Mm-hmm. The town that I grew up in. Mm-hmm. You know the Arts Festival? Is it canceled? There's an Arts Festival every July, but it's moved online. And so I entered a couple of my pictures because I go on these adventures, right? And uh, I find these animals and... Uh, yeah, I basically just entered because it was fun, and I just dropped you in the in the Facebook chat the pictures that I entered, and maybe it'll be fun to just talk about those. Uh, let's look at some pictures. Let's <laughs> let's let's dissect these. Um, these are lovely. Ah, oh, thank you. These are um, lovely, Taylor. Yeah, I'll just I'll describe them for the the listener. I realize this isn't the greatest medium for uh, photography, <laughs> but um, <clears throat> the one of the little the one of the groundhog. The really faded out one is uh, it's titled Little Friend, and it's a baby groundhog I found alone in a field on a sunny morning. Uh, and it's <clears throat> this is the State College play, right? So so the the contest is State College. This image from State College, you know, I think you got to play the home field. I think um, so. You get you get three entries for this, so uh, that was that was the stratagem on that one. Um, it's a bit lower fidelity, but I still think it's a nice. Just a little ground. It's like a baby groundhog. How, how often do you see a baby groundhog? Yeah, it's cute. Um, lots of negative space. Yeah. Um, and you're using this. I mean, you've you've basically blur. Well, you haven't blurred out, but you've you've. Uh, I mean, you've centered the attention, or at least most of the detailing around the groundhog, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think. I mean, it's shadow. That's the thing, though, is that it's shadow is in front of it, so it's yeah. you know it's obscured a little bit. I think it's a very different angle of it. Um, there's lots, you know, of different shadows and textures that are going on. Um, I don't know. It's, uh, it's interesting. It's a groundhog and it's very interesting to sort of look at the scale of it compared to all, like, also are groundhogs usually solitary or are they in a unit? I've never, so I'm not even sure that this is a groundhog. I'm calling it a groundhog, but I don't know what else it could be. That's the the question. Keep keep calling it a groundhog because if somebody disputes it and then somebody's like, goes into a tizzy as to like. Well, is it a groundhog? Is it not a groundhog? No, it's definitely not a groundhog. But then why would they call it groundhog? Oh my gosh, I need to purchase this. Ugh, winner. Um, um, it is... What is this? Right, I don't actually know. And um, it could be... I don't know, right? It, I don't know what it is. It's like a... It's the size of a... 
it's like a squirrel size, but it's a groundhog. It looks kind of like a bear, but its tail is like it's it has a tail which is bears it a don't prairie dog? Like I don't I don't know. Fascinating. Well, yeah. you, well, you have to submit this if if only for the for the mystery <laughs> aspect of it. But no, I I quite like it. Um, there's a lot there's a lot of different um, ways for the eye to travel in addition to the its subject. So and. When did you when did you snap a shot of this? This was like in 2016. So this is a long. This is you know I was back in State College. Wow, different so world. It was a while ago. Yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. really. <laughs> um, yeah, and then uh, so the second picture, uh, the one of the echidna, which is the big spiky thing. Um, this one is titled "Spiky's Big Day Out." Uh, it's an echidna <laughs> found near Sydney, Australia, and uh, I was like on a hike, and this thing was shuffling in the bush. And then this guy came out and eventually, like, I, I was hanging around there for, like, maybe a half hour. And eventually mm-hmm. he came out and would, like, come up to me and stuck his snout underneath my foot. Um, yeah, it was just a, it's crazy to see a very Australian animal, super up close and, and super friendly. Yeah. Yeah, it looks that way. I, I, it's interesting how, I mean, there's a lot of sort of, you know, muddled kind of brown or like kind of like yellowish tones or and i mean it looks it's funny how well defined and like it looks like it can both be um camouflaged in its environment but it's also very prominent it's very i mean it looks like a like a spiky truffle it's yeah <laughs> yeah but um and I'm, let me just get to i mean it's yeah it's expression is just kind of like demure and friendly yeah yeah, yeah, I think like it's a it's spiky and it's got a lot of lines going on, and so does mm-hmm. its environment. There's a lot of crisscrossing straight lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I quite like this. So, and it's I mean, and it's different in the sense that it's taking up most of the space. It's different than all the, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's uh, it's, yeah. I think um, now is this at eye level? Is this like how is this at eye level? Or are you looking at this from? Bird's I'm crouching down. You're yeah. crouching down. Yeah. So yeah, because it's it's pretty close. It's, yeah, it's, it's a pretty, pretty it's a pretty up close shot profile shot. Yeah. And now tell me about um, yeah, this is, I was thinking about all the other circumstances that like was this the most impressive in your work? Did you mean to just shoot this? Were you looking out for for this specific, or you was just a happenstance? You saw this and was just like love it. I didn't know um, that there was an echidna in the area, but I just, like, I go out to look for things like this, and then once you're in a bushy area and you hear something rumbling in the, the bush, you're like, oh, well, I'll just hang out here and see what that is for a little bit. Um, but no, I didn't know that it was there, and yeah, I definitely seek. You got to make your own luck, as they say. Yeah. But it was totally lucky, yeah. I mean, and these spikes are just so, like, well-defined. Like, I'm, I'm almost curious as if, like you don't I mean if you cropped the photo and just like really like looked at those individual this sort of cornucopia I mean they look like toothpicks yeah that are like slightly like burned at the tips oh yeah it's beautiful it's beautiful and And there's uh, that one there's the one spike that's like coming out of his eyebrow that's just like it's like in imperfection but it's so human it's like a pimple you know (laughs) I like this. Mm-hmm. I really like this, oh, and it's, I've never, and I've also never, just never the novelty of it all. Like I've never seen an animal like this. Oh, yeah. look at me, 
just marveling at, <laughs> at ugh. I thought this was a porcupine. Is, is the yeah. porcupine like a cousin of this or? No, so um, this is a monotreme and the, okay. the other animal that's in the monotreme family is the platypus. So these are, uh, they lay eggs, but they milk. So they are mammals, but they lay eggs. They're in these weird, the super weird category of uh, Fascinating. Animal. Yeah. Did you touch it? Or you just No, because I could have though. I didn't because it just feels like you shouldn't, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it came up to me and I had plenty of, you know, contact with it. Um and then the 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 last one I put in was the uh it's the one of the tiny little crab surrounded Mm -hmm. by a bunch of little sandballs. this is titled Making Tiny Sandballs is Hard Work. And it's a (laughs) it's a it's what a it's a sand bubbler crab. Um, and so these crabs, when the tide is low, they have this hole that they go into. When the tide is, lo- is out, they eat by filtering these, the sand and getting the little microscopic things in the sand. They eat that. <laughs> but when, they, when they're done with this ball with the sand, it forms into a ball because it's now been chunked up with, I guess, their saliva or something is missing now. But it forms a very spherical shape, and they toss it aside. And then you can get this whole beach's worth of these sand balls that when the tide comes back up they all wash away and these sand goes sand crabs go in the in the hole but they there's this like miles of little tiny sand balls created by <clears throat> hundreds and hundreds of these sand bubbler crabs but i just wanted just wanted one and i wanted to you know i sat with this one for a while to see how much he could make and it's just like every three seconds a new sand ball is wow is made yeah I mean, this, uh, just in the shot, it's just riddled with these balls. Yeah. And, um, they're all sort of perfectly, I mean, there's a sort of, right by the hole, there's this kind of, like, weird detritus of, like, balls and kind of, like, just sand, I guess. I guess it's just sand. Um, mm-hmm. but otherwise, I mean, th- yeah, they're just, uh, yeah, wow. It, it's almost indiscernible from the crab, and then you realize, like, oh, the crab is, like, forged its own path and definitely isn't a ball. It's, and I, I mean, y- it's just how tiny is this? This is really tiny. This That's is what I was gonna like. Like a, the crab is maybe a dime a sized. Wow. Um, yeah, I mean, it's all yeah. like one color, and it's it's about the detail and the texture of the image created by the crab. Yeah, wonderful detail. I mean, there's a through line with all of these in the sense that they're sort of uh, each each one of your animals or subjects is. Um, in their own way, kind of receding into, or like, um, a blending into their surroundings. Um, yeah, you know what, you're right, yeah. Hmm. Sort of texturally, um, and I don't know if that was uh, conscious or unconscious, but it's, it's neat. And as a triptych or a trio, they, these look very good together. So. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah I just wanted to share this, I thought this was fun. Oh my goodness. Uh, and it's yeah. sandwich, you've, you've got State College sandwiched in between Australia. Yeah. So, and uh, the crab is from Thailand. Oh, Thailand. Oh, wow. Yeah. Even better. So then, like, just this wonderful just kind of... All over the world, trying to get... All over get the all world. Over. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I uh, I hope... I Best of luck, man. This looks Thanks. great. Yeah, oh. I don't know if I'll win, but it's just fun to participate in something in a formal way that, yeah. you know, this is a new... This is a new hobby for me. So, yeah, we'll see. How, so how, I mean, this is, this is, you know, you're just sort of t- kind of dipping your toe in the water in terms of your photography is, mm-hmm. uh, 
I mean, and this, I guess, does this feel like low-hanging fruit for you? Is it, is this, is this nerve-wracking? Is this, uh, do you have any sort of grand cosmic plans about this, or? No, um, I mean, I just, want to, yeah. I think I'd want to get prints of some of these eventually, and, like, do it, like, it would be really cool to have a physical booth at the Arts Fest and, and do this, mm-hmm. but, you know, right now, everything's online anyway, and it's, mm-hmm. you know, a little submission fee, and throw mm-hmm. my images in there, it's just a, just one of the things to propel your life forward and especially in a time where everything is unknown like absolutely it's just putting some you know it's somebody made faith you know i take a picture you know ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, well uh yes i i support this i wish you i wish you all the best in this endeavor and i mean i like that you're just yeah this is and this i mean this is great so this is like this is great i like be a kidna especially like there's just so much to look at uh, I don't have any. I don't. I don't have any sort of hobbies that I've, I've or new ex. You know, explorations. But like, I mean, now help me understand. When did you start developing this? I mean, you, you were taking pictures kind of on the fly. I guess as early as twenty sixteen. Yeah. So well, there's this kind of. So there's the big the big yeah. difference in the images. I think is the mm-hmm. 2016 picture was like shot on a phone and it is just such a lower uh, resolution. Like, I don't know if mm-hmm. you can tell, but it's like a quarter mm-hmm. of the resolution. And so I got like my real camera when I was in Thailand or Malaysia. Mm-hmm. And that was maybe 2017, 2018. Mm-hmm. Wow, I don't even know. I don't even wow. know about time anymore. What's time? What is yeah, it? What I, is time? I who don't is know. she? I don't know her. <laughs> um, okay. Um, so, but I've always wanted, like, I've always, like, taken pictures of animals. I've always been to, like, Steve Irwin's really cool, and I know he's not a photographer, but, but it all goes into that, that bucket of, you know, nature and Nat Geo, and, yeah, just, just getting out there, trying to appreciate nature, trying to bring back maybe a little bit of it when I can, and, you know, um, yeah, and now I feel, like, confident enough to start sharing these things in a more formal way than just Instagram, Yeah. Wonderful. Well, I'm I'm glad you're confident to share it with me. I, I <laughs> appreciate that. I'm also yeah. It's also they're great. Uh, hope it goes well. Cool. Thank you so much. <laughs> of course, Taylor. Oh my god. So I play a game called Overwatch. Right? Do you know? Do you know Overwatch? Um, that is different from Fortnite, right? Yes. That is all you really need to know at this point. Um, Overwatch is an online competitive shooter that's sort of like... It's like if chess was six pieces and you each controlled a piece and you moved all the time. <laughs> and you're shooting generally. Sign me up. Okay. Yeah. Um, it gets really complex. It is a pro esport. People do this professionally and earn money, and there are coaches and teams all over the world. Um, it is also owned by Activision Blizzard, and this we are going to go back to the deal that the British had with China. So there's this a big giant thread here, and we'll come okay. all the way back to Taylor in 2019. Right. Also fascinating that this just like my life involves. Decisions made a hundred years ago by countries I didn't ever, I've never been to. Um, Hong Kong, right? So there's a bunch of protesters in Hong Kong, right? They're protesting. Actually, I'm wondering what's going on, especially with COVID. But um, the basically, yeah. 
Well, no, I mean, I don't know anything about the, well, I'd be curious about the political situation myself, but it's just interesting that you mentioned that because at work, uh, well, I mean, Hong Kong is in many ways reopening again. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and yeah, the way that they're navigating this is definitely is markedly different than the way you and I are navigating. And yeah, just be curious. So where, where does that political, um, when does all of that work, you know, how does it, how does that continue to be done or does it, is it, does it stop that sort of thing? So. Sorry, go yeah. on. Go finish, yeah, finish your thought. <laughs> okay, so Hong Kong became independent, I think, like 10 years ago. Mm. Um, some maybe, maybe in the 90s, actually. Um, and since then, from independent from Britain. Um, and since then, they have this system that is one country, two parties. Wait, one country, one country, two systems. So Hong Kong is generally democratic, and China is generally Chinese, red capitalism, something, something, something. Right. Communist, you know, whatever. Autocratic, you want to call it yeah, it's, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and slowly but surely, Chinese power has been creeping into Hong Kong. So a lot of people have been protesting that because mm -hmm. people like their democracy and they don't mm -hmm. want to have um, Chinese rule. Mm -hmm. um, back to Activision Blizzard, they also they create Overwatch. They created WoW, World of Warcraft, mm -hmm. um, and they also created a game called Hearthstone, which is another competitive online card game which people play professionally and mm -hmm. blizzard has done a lot of work to create um the infrastructure for making these sports entertainments games in the way that espn you know facilitates professional sports playing <clears throat> in a hearthstone game <laughs> in a post hearthstone game one of the players who is from hong kong spoke out against china um and activision blizzard's banned that player for speaking oh, I, out against China. I remember China. hearing about mm -hmm. this. And banned the broadcasters who broadcast it as well. They have since backed away some of those penalties, but we're talking about taking away somebody's life, a couple people's livelihoods for speaking up for democratic values. Mm -hmm. So for a while, I stopped playing Overwatch for like a year. Then COVID happened, isolation, I'm weak, I'm not a good person, whatever you want to say, right? Like I, I started playing this <laughs> game that I think has bad moral implications, but I also think facilitates genuine connection with human beings in a digital space through the facility of the game overwatch and that brings me to a couple weeks ago <laughs> okay 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 um, so i'm playing now and i'm on the australian servers right so i get matched with australian people now which is great um and i i met this guy who <laughs> who is in the australian special forces which always like Maybe this is the American who is not in the military attitude to me, but like whenever somebody's in the military, there's a real big question mark or asterisk about like, ooh, what is the moral implications about being in the military? Like the job of the military is to kill people. Let's not beat around the bush. Like even if you're a medic, you're facilitating the murder of other human beings, you know? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, so Australian Special Forces, he said, is equivalent to maybe the FBI or the CIA. It's just a, it's a little, it's not the same thing as like the Navy SEALs, which I think is a little more military. Mm -hmm. um, he talked about the Lint Cafe shooting. Do you know, do you know about the Lint Cafe? I don't. In 2015, this was like the worst shooting since the Port MacArthur massacre, which resulted in all of the gun laws since right. the 1980s, where like you just can't walk around with an assault weapon. Mm -hmm. You can hunt kangaroo. Like there are ways to use weapons in Australia. Yes. But the Lint Cafe shooting um, happened in 2015, where 
some guy had a gun and shot five people in Sydney in like the city center. Um, and that was bad. But his job was related. He would be, he would be the one to go in and handle that situation uh-huh. uh, with force, mm-hmm. um, which I found fascinating and interesting and strange that he's in this online game. Like, I don't know. It's not mm. a children's game, but I, I always sort of associate game playing with somebody who doesn't have a little, I don't know. I'm pretty childish in, right, uh, right, in right. a lot of ways, and, and I would want my special forces operatives. I don't know. I just had this different view of what um, a, a person in the military would be doing, and, and the, I don't know. But of course, it's just a person. It's just a human being, right? It's just another person who's trying to relax in this weird time we're all in, and Right, and I mean, he's really he, cool. <laughs> I mean, again, people like people will consume or 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 go flock to these mediums for different reasons, right? Yeah. As a way of escaping, maybe as a way of of honing or sharpening what they're you know I guess what they were always going to I don't know not not do but maybe just like it it sort of it it soothes an itch. Maybe there's a something yeah. something instinctual about you know. Uh, I mean, it's like yeah, it, I, I don't. It, it, it's like playing tennis. I don't. I think the shooting part of Overwatch is not. It's not gory. It's not bloody. It's not about killing. It's way more about chess. I think is the way to think about it. Like chess is a representation of war and violence, but you wouldn't. You know, it, it's silly to think about chess. Right. It's, it's skill. Game. It's strategy. It's yeah. It's way more heady and communicative. Mm-hmm. And in that way, I think it does relate to special forces and like needing to communicate very clearly with people. Right. Right. Do but, so quickly. You're trying to sort of reconcile and interrogate, like, why would somebody who, I mean, in many ways embodies this kind of in real life is seeking it virtually? And is, is that, like, do you I, find... I think that's... I think it's, like, I'm wanting to find people who do this kind of work really, to be really, really serious all the time and mm-hmm. think about... Yeah, I don't know. It would be it's just strange for me to think about somebody whose job would be to kill another human being also like in the same effectively room with me, you know? Yeah. Um which I'm sure has happened a hundred times. And in the US, like what is it? You know, some giant portion of the, the population is in the army and yes. the military in general. Yeah, no, I mean it's it's just a stable place to yeah, it's you know, and it's I mean, it's cer- certainly I don't know, socially they're mm-hmm maybe that's changing now but right that there's a different sort of social mores attached to being in the military or being you know part of a military family um yes and there's de- yeah there's societal benefits for it i mean you can eat you know stuff so and so at denny's for pretty cheap too so like you know we there's a lot of ways <laughs> there's a lot of ways that we reinforce yeah. um appreciation and that and uh yeah so uh, so then the other side of this okay sorry let's see so well hmm I'm curious as to, I mean, I don't know this person from a can of paint, right? But it's like, to what extent is this medium a way of maybe processing, I think, the trauma that definitely probably comes with that type of work, whether or not you're actually in the field or doing that? Like, you have to be mentally prepared for to happen, right? A situation like that. And so he's actively involved in that. Like, I don't know how else you would deal with that in a healthy way that maybe simulates that experience, but perhaps simulates more control over that experience too. Um, Mm -hmm. Virtually, I don't know. So that's that's just a thought. We don't have to, yeah, touch that. Yeah. yeah. 
or or maybe it's just yeah. like a it's just an escape sure. right? which everybody sure. everybody needs you know um but then the the other side of this is that like making a friend in an online game is an interesting experience because what ha- what ended up happening is like we group mm-hmm. up we play a couple games together and then we just like we want to just chat with each other which is interesting so we get out of the competitive mode of the game and we're playing in the more casual version and then eventually we're just sitting in the menu screen talking to each other for a half an hour which is really i just i've never done that before and it's a new it's a new medium it's a new experience that like wasn't possible three years ago and I'm, I know I'm, I'm late to the party and making online friends and like you know people have gotten married from meeting people online but yeah I just it's just a, a weird new experience um, to just sit in the menu screen of a game and be like I talked about the echidna that I saw and he's like yeah it's a monotreme and I'm like damn you know what a monotreme is wow <laughs> you know and it's like of course he does how does that but, make you yeah. feel uh I don't know. It's like nice. I'd like living in that world, but I'm also a shyer person. Like I wouldn't, he was the one who sort of like facilitated like, yo, let's just like chat in the, in the menus. And I was like, all right. Yeah. And we're both like drinking and having a beer. And it's like, it's like being at the pub yeah, virtually yeah. kind of. It's safe. You know? you're, you're still doing the same work, right? The same kinship, all that sort of, I really like that for you, Taylor. Yeah. Um, yeah. If it feels yeah. like it's safe, if it feels like it's positive, and nurturing and all that other stuff like i mean like it's not it, i mean it, it sounds like yeah you're, you're still building boundary you, you still have boundaries like i don't know it's also i mean it's a game too like that's yeah. you know sort of i mean yeah you're shooting folks up but the, they're, i guess they're they're innocent it's yeah more for the for the for, yeah there's well i think okay so there's two things well i think the interesting thing about the game is you usually f- fulfill a role and the role that i usually play is yeah. tank which means i protect my own mm-hmm. team and i'm not doing a ton of damage and the role that he usually plays is uh support which means he's usually healing our own team um and there's like um there's a personality mm-hmm. i think to playing those roles um but maybe without the context of the game it's not a good discussion but here's okay. the here's the next interesting bit all right so he goes by uh, his online name is Snake, which is probably a reference Snake! to Metal Gear Solid Snake. Solid Snake. Snake. Right. Exactly. So we're doing that every time he dies. Uh, <laughs> and then, so I, I played with him a couple times, and then I hadn't seen him online um, for a couple days, and I was looking at my friends list, and he had disappeared. And maybe that was just a glitch in the system. But then I'm thinking back, like. Why would somebody from the Australian Special Forces want to talk, talk to me, you know? And then I get on this train of like, am I being headhunted by the Australian Special Forces either for being a suspicious character? Like, what kind of an American stays in Australia during a pandemic who also, like, I have my own business number here. Like, I look on paper, uh, I don't know about this guy, right? And then the other end of it is like, well, I'm, I do programming pretty good and occasionally like i get letters from the fbi that are like do you want to we could use your skills and i'm like well am i being like picked up for working for the australian military and so all these weird thoughts are going on because he's like just disappeared and then i play a game with a character named snake who plays the healing role and i'm like hey are you snake and he's not in voice chat this time so he's just in the text and he's like i don't know what you're talking about and i'm like oh weird Taylor, that's just so weird. Whoa! Oh my god! I know. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. There's this, layers and layers here. Immediately, I think there's a certain trope with American um, intelligence where I think there's a sort of alias that you take, like you work in programming or something like that. You just say something that's so like benign yeah. and something that nobody would ever want to really talk to you about um, as, as like a way of like, okay, Thank well you. then you're, you're <laughs> actually a spy. Um, wow. And I wonder if like, maybe this, this just, somebody was trying. Yeah. But then I think, then I think like, in any of those cases, why would sure. Overwatch be the facility to it, talk? It's to creative. So, it's like it's creative. Yeah, it's a creative sure outlet it's to, to do that. But wow. Yeah. And you haven't seen this person since. Okay. 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 Well, but no. no but that's so intriguing. So all... No. But that's like, that's that's <laughs> all that fine. spices it up. Like you know. And uh, if it, I mean, that's the end of the story. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it turns out uh, people can have the same usernames, and uh, he was just gone, and I guess there was just a glitch on my social Or a glitch feed in the Matrix. I, see his and... name, I guess. Uh... <laughs> glitch in the Matrix. Have... Well, I mean, down the line, you can probably, you know, wistfully talk about that. Like, I thought I saw I saw you somewhere, and then it wasn't you, and then I just, I went into, you know, I put it on a podcast, and I don't know. <laughs> uh... <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that was a roller coaster. I was on a. I guess it's yeah, maybe that's an emotional roller coaster yeah. in its own. Yeah, so fun and Overwatch. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just you know brought you brought you closer to this person that you don't know from. Yeah, so yeah, and you're, yeah, and you're and you're still keeping it like yeah. Oh, that's that's great. It's a great story. It's it's certain. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's the kind of thing where I do feel like. We might hang out when all of this is over, you know? Like, I might go down to his town and, like, meet him in that's, a bar. That's it's nice. Cool. Yeah. I'm really... Ah, oh, that's great, Taylor. I love that for... Ah! Oh. When this ends. When this ends. If not, I mean, I guess you could yeah. still have, you know, you could still have a beer. I mean, a lot of people are doing it just, you know, online. It's not the same, though. It's really not the same. Getting drunk in front of a screen. No. I did it last not. night. I didn't get drunk. I was just like, I don't like this anymore. I'm just gonna throw away my wine. <laughs> love it cool love i it. think that's a podcast I, yeah that's that's a great chat as always taylor <sighs> great chatting with that's, you ryan oh, love it okay um thanks, thanks for, for listening, listening folks. everybody bye, bye.